Shit. This is what I'm feeling like. Da, 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 da. Let me tell you what I'm feeling like. Da, 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 da. Yo, yo. What up, though, people? Like to welcome you back to the Keep It Casino podcast. I am your boy Brown. To the left of me is Empty. Shout out to Vito. His boy Sam Fran pulled off the upset against the Cowboys. I guess it was like Vito's Super Bowl. Vito is MIA, people. I haven't heard from Vito since San Fran knocked off Dallas. I guess that was his Super Bowl. But shout out to Vito. I'm here to hold it down. Dolo. Shout out to the green room. We got some people in the green room. Reek, Zion Rice, what up, though? So... Let's get right into it. Wild card weekend. We know Vegas got knocked off. New England got beat, got the bricks beat off of them. Philly, Philly, they took a L. As I said, Dallas was upset. Pittsburgh sent Ben Roethlisberger on his way. And L.A., baby, the Rams, we did the damn thing to Arizona. So I want to get into a little bit because there's a couple interesting things going on with some of the teams that got eliminated. Like Dallas, what do you do with Dak? What do you do with Dak? He kind of disappeared again in that game. Do you give him a big contract? What about the other guys, Cooper and them? What do you do with them? So it's a lot of things going on with Dallas. The Eagles, do you keep Jalen Hurts? You got three first-round draft picks. I'm going to say that you need to package all of them draft picks and try to get somebody like Deshaun Watson, and I'll tell you why. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a Rams guy. Anybody that know the Rams, know NFL, they don't believe in first-round draft picks. Sometimes you hit with them, sometimes you miss with the first-round draft picks. But what I will say about the Eagles, these three first-round picks, I would package all of them and get rid of them. And the reason why I would do that is because over the last three or four years, how we showed me and whoever is the scouts for the Eagles, they're showing me that they cannot draft at all. But we'll get to that, though. But I want to talk about teams like New England. What do you think New England needs? Me, personally, I think they need a receiver. But what do you guys think? What does New England need? Um, Roethlisberger is gone. Who should we be looking at to replace him in Pittsburgh? Like, we got a lot going on. But I want to start with Dallas, the Cowboys. Overhyped and no cap. I thought I thought they were no cap. But Dallas just seems to be Dallas when it's playoff time. 12-6 and six record. 6-0 six and oh against the NFC East. 6-6 six and six versus everybody else. Dak Prescott, I mean, some people said he was good. Some people gave him a lot of credit this year. If, if you've seen earlier episode, I went through it with not only Vito, but Kyle and Mike from 28th Street because I don't think Dak is that good. I don't think no quarterback in the NFC East is that good. And I will keep reminding people of Carson Wentz. I see we got a request in the green room. I'm going to get to y'all. I just want to get this off. Um. 
Do you resign Dak? What do you do with Zeke? Is Zeke done? I mean, it's a lot going on with Dallas. That receiving core, I thought they were going to be a top-notch receiving core. But now they look like they were overhyped. Like, none of them guys showed me that they were legit. Even Micah. Micah got hurt, and it seemed like as soon as Micah got hurt, it changed the whole complexion of everything, like once he got hurt. But, um, yeah, what's your take on Dallas? I'm going to go to the green room. I'm going to see because I see we got a request from somebody. Tone, what up, though, Tone? My co-host, Tone. Shout out, Tone, in the building. What you got to say, Tone? You still there? Listen, listen. You know when I speak about the Cowboys, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to talk my talk. Yeah, talk your talk about the Cowboys, Tone. What you got to say? Now, everybody that know me know I hate the Cowboys with a passion. Right. But that ain't the problem. Who's the problem? The coach. I, mean, I said it when they hired him. He's overhyped. He made his bones on Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Right. Without them, he would be nobody. Right. So I feel like they're not using Zeke right. They're not using Dak right. You got too much talent on that offense to be running it the way they do. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm but saying, how do they, you how how do you think they're supposed to use that? Listen, the way they used him when they first got him and Zeke, play action passes. You run the rock, play action passes. Because you're outside, you got four legit receivers. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Four legit receivers, so you should have no problem with anybody getting open. And you space the you space the offense and get deep Zeke some some easy runs. But they coach is too stupid. And the crazy thing was, he's not he's not even as bad as Jason Garrett was. But they was both dumb. They didn't know how to run their offense. But, but but now let me ask you this, Tone, because me personally, I've said it for a while now. I think Zeke is done. He's not explosive anymore. And I think yeah, that's part of that that's part of the problem when you got part of the media saying, Oh, you need to feed Zeke when they were this team, they was feeding. But that was years ago. Zeke is not that anymore. That's that that that's first. I think once they get that, they gonna they gotta go through what the Rams just went through with Ty Gurley. Once they realize that it's not the same player no more, the quicker you can realize that, the quicker it can help everybody else in your offense. Because you still still gotta give him certain touches and all of that that I don't think really he deserves, and and, and it causes confusion because everybody say, oh, they need to feed Zeke more. They need to feed Zeke more. They need to. And it was the same thing they were saying with Gurley, but instead of the organization coming out saying, look, Gurley ain't the same player no more. They just keep him in the mix, and it kind of confuses things. I think Zeke, it's time for Zeke to go. I don't know if you re-signed Dak, but I, they need more to me. See, this you're right. Zeke is done, but the difference between Zeke and Gurley is the Cowboys killed Zeke. You dig know what I'm saying? Dude was averaging so many touches that you knew he was going to break down. That was Gurley. They, they didn't really want to share the wealth. Like, Gurley had injuries. Zeke ain't really had, like, a major yeah, injury. Yeah, but Gurley was, was getting 85% of the touches on our team, and that's what wore yeah. him down. Like, it wore Zeke and down. Killed him like that. And that's the same thing they did with Zeke. They could have been spreading the ball around, but they could have been using Zeke a little bit better. Like, Tony Pollard is a strong number two. He could be a number one on some teams. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you would have gave him some touches to relieve Zeke, 
and stop trying to have him carry the whole offense, you would still have him for about five, maybe two, three more years. Yeah, but, but y'all didn't kill him. Y'all didn't dog him out. He done. I think that goes back to the quarterback. I don't think, I don't think we can until the NFC East gets real competitive. I don't think you can take one quarterback from the NFC East as serious. Again, go back a couple years ago when everybody thought Carson Wentz was that good. Those I'm not saying they're not I'm not saying they're not good. What I'm saying is when they're in the NFC East, Dak Prescott and these guys are getting overhyped a little bit. And my thing is this. Um even when I like I said we had the debate a couple weeks ago. I've been going back and forth with Vito for weeks now about just Matthew Stafford and Dak Prescott and what everybody tries to say is, uh, oh, well, he had Megatron. He had Megatron. Nobody focuses on the defense. Nobody focused that he never had a top 25 running back ever. But what I try to tell people, I say, if you start somebody's career, take Dak Prescott. You start Dak Prescott's career in Detroit from the year after Megatron retired, not just Dak Prescott, but a lot of these quarterbacks that are getting hyped up, you put them in Detroit the year after Megatron retired, and most of those guys are either not in the league no more or they're on somebody's sideline holding a clipboard. You see what I'm saying? So, so Matthew Stafford, his numbers is really great on a bum team, but if imagine he would have been playing in the NFC East. And to me, he's not a he's not he's he's probably right outside the top five, like me not being biased. But I'm saying his numbers are top five numbers on a horrible Detroit team. And I don't but, think but if you look at if you look at organizations, a lot of organizations kill quarterbacks. You dig know what I'm saying? Like Detroit killed killed Staff, almost killed Stafford career. You dig know right. what I'm saying? Dallas did the same thing. If you remember, before they got Romo, they ran through like 12 quarterbacks right. in a couple of years. Right. Their system, the way that the, the way that Jerry Jones has the Cowboys set up, he has too much. He's been trying to pedigree Jason Garrett for 15 years. Facts. You know what I'm saying? He's been trying to wait until he was ready. So he was forcing the coach, and he was basically putting a square peg in a round hole. You're trying to make something that ain't there. And this right. dude don't really – it's proven because he went to New York and he ran another quarterback in the ground. Right. He don't know how to run an offense. Yeah, that's a He fact. may be yeah, a good guy to give you some ideas to maybe design a play, but he don't know how to call an offense. Mike McCarthy is the same type of coach. He don't know how to run an offense. And they're killing – like, if you look at Dak's first year, they went what? Like, they went to the playoffs. 13-3. Right? and three. 13 and 3, that was the formula for how you win with them. They ran the ball, play action pass, you get the ball to the skill guys, right? Right. Then you go out and get Amari Cooper. Right. Right? You get Amari Cooper. So now you got a top receiver, but you ain't using them right. Right. You still trying to go to Witten and all of this other stuff. You still trying to get the ball over the middle. You ain't using your skill. So then they get CD Lamb. And you got CD Lamb. You got Amari. You got all this talent on the outside, but yet and still, you're still tight and focused on your offense. Right. When right. even right now, Blake Jarwin is not a good tight end. He's not. They force feeding his but, dude to make him but, look good. You put him on the, another team, he's a number three. What's the other kid down on on the other tight end? Because the other tight uh, end, uh, he played. He, uh, 
He played more bigger pause towards the end of the season than, than the receivers did. That's because they force feed me. No, but, but I mean, he was open receiver, a right? lot. He was open. They tight end. He was open a lot. He became a still like at the end for fantasy football. Cause he There's was, a reason why he was open so much. You have four. So I'll say you have three legit receivers that could be number ones on any team. With CD, Amari, and my man that just got hurt. I can't think of his name right now. Um, oh, but they're Gallup. all number one receivers. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the floor, the, the, the field is spread. So your tight end, yeah, he's going to be open because who's really thinking about it? But if you think about that, on the other hand, if you would have used Zeke right, you could have been running the rock straight up the middle because it's wide open. Right. But they don't know how to run offenses. They're going to run all of their players into the ground for the next couple of years because after Zeke is going to be Pollard. After Pollard, there's going to be somebody else. And they're going to keep running these guys in the ground, not realizing that they're doing it wrong. Well, me, you like I man? like I said, I think Zeke personally is done. Me personally, oh, done. I think Zeke's been done for like two years now. You know, He's, I mean? he's done. And After it, that year that he took off for the contract thing, he was never the same. Right. And to me, never. he was always like one-dimensional because he never really caught out the backfield. So with that little right. bit of explosiveness gone, it's like he's over with. But exactly, um, CD Lamb and them, them guys are 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 good. I would have said I would have agreed with you a couple weeks ago where they can be number ones on other teams, but we already know Tone when the game is on the line. Them them guys that you put up there, To and Jerry and all, they're gonna find a way to get open. And all, all them guys, like I said, the only one that consistently played good over the last. Five or six weeks was their tight end. He was the only one getting open. C.D. Lamb has a problem where he drops the ball a lot, and I know because he was on my fantasy football team, he drops the <laughs> ball a lot. Amari Cooper will go off one game, and then he disappears for three straight games. Like, it, mm-hmm. they, they got a lot of goofy stuff with them. So, you know, I, I'm not going to lie, though. I fed into the hype. I thought offensively and defensively they had the most complete team. But – Again, even if you have the most complete team, you still got to put it all together and play. And that's it. And Because real shit, in the league, Dallas has one of the most complete teams outside of like maybe a Green Bay, a Tennessee, maybe a Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Dallas is stacked top and to bottom. And right? to me, they're more complete than most of those teams you named. Like real Green shit, Bay the, the and other all teams of them. They perform. The right. coach, I'm telling you, man, their coach, they don't know how. Well, I'm glad, you know what I mean, being an Eagles fan, I'm glad. But they don't know how to pick coaches. They get lucky with talent every once in a while, but then some goofy shit happened in the organization because it's a goofy-ass organization. Well, you know what I'm saying? So if you notice, every time somebody come there, their career basically just derails. Well, Tone, I'm glad we're speaking on the Eagles because – I'm glad you mentioned them. I know that's your team. Um, we got a couple people in the green room that are Eagles fans. Shout out to everybody in the green room. Right, right. You got three first round picks. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Is Jalen Hurts the guy? Is he not the guy? What do you do? What do you think is the Eagles fans need? What what does the team need to do? Your first three picks in this draft should all be defense. Should all be defense. All three of them. All defense. So you're you you're on board with keeping Jalen Hurts. 
at least this year. And there's there's two reasons for that. I got you, A. I got you as soon year. as Tone done, yeah. A. My bad. Go ahead. Somebody was requesting to come on. Go ahead, Tone. What you was saying? I got you. Yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm move on so y'all can... Uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go, go ahead and say what but, you was um, going to say. So the, the quarterback crop this year is terrible. It's one of the worst quarterback crops in like the last 10 years. As far as so the draft, not, right? As far as the draft. Okay. So I'm not taking any of them guys. The only quarterbacks that may be available through trade or free agency, you don't really want. I don't want Aaron Rodgers. No disrespect, but I'm not giving up anything for Aaron Rodgers. Even really? if I'm to sign him in free agency, he's 30-something, 38 years old. He ain't got much time. And I'm not saying that this roster would definitely win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers next year. So I'm out with that. I'm not using my three draft picks to get Russell Wilson. Nope, he's on the way down. Hold on, hold on, hold, 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 hold that thought, Tone. Okay, people, yep. you, you you hear what Tone's saying. With you, you Eagles fans, would you want Aaron Rodgers next year? Eagles fans, would you give up those three first-round draft picks for Russell Wilson next year? Tone says no to both of those things. What do you guys Aaron. say? Well, it continue, Tone. I just want I just wanted to, you know, get everybody else involved. I'm what else? I'm gonna keep running down the list. Deshaun Watson. I don't want him. It's too much of a distraction for the team. And he's gonna need some things to, you know, to make it work, right? Right. So if if you're smart with the Eagles, your whole first round, you going if you can get him, you go to Kyle Hamilton from uh Notre Notre Dame. That's okay. your new safety. This dude is versatile. He can get it done. He can cover the back end because that's one of our main problems. We can't get pressure on the quarterback because they're throwing it over our head so easy. Right. Go get you a new defensive end because Brandon Graham's getting older. Right. Then you work with the – you either get a linebacker or a corner to go along with Slay. Right. Because we need to shore up our defense because the real talk, the way we run our offense, if we had a good defense, we could basically take what the Ravens do. Run the rock, control the clock, defend the game. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Get you a receiver in the second or third round to get rid of Rager. He's got to go. He's trash. Look, you know look, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned him, and I'm glad that you're saying what you're saying, Tone, about drafting all defense. My thing is this, and you're one of my guys that know that I've been beating a dead horse for the last couple years. To me personally – the Eagles are one of the worst franchises when it comes to drafting. That's Absolutely. me. And, 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 and this is three picks in the first. To, to me, it goes back. Like, I'm going to say some things you just said. Like, with the Deshaun Watson thing is a, a, a distraction. I do agree. But he's all those quarterbacks you name, regardless of age or anything, they're an upgrade. They're a total upgrade. Jalen Hurts cannot be running around, scrambling, running for 100 yards when it comes playoff time. You need a quarterback that can throw the ball. That's, that's another thing. Um, as far as the draft, the distraction here is when you have those three picks and I think the pressure gets on you to make the right decision, especially when you've been making the wrong decision. I want to give you some I want to give you some names. 2018. The Eagles took Dallas Goddard at 49, right? Mm -hmm. They already had a, a – what's my man they just traded? Zach uh, Ertz. They already had Zach Ertz. Now, when they take him at 49, the 70th pick in the draft that year was Fred Warner. Okay, you saying they need defense. They've been needed defense. The 86th mm -hmm. pick that year, 
If you're going to take a tight end, an 86 pick that year. Um, 37 picks later was Mark Andrews from, from Baltimore. So 2018, you missed out. 2019, you took the 22 pick, you took Andre Diller. He's only played about nine games where he started since you drafted him. You missed Jacobs, Josh Jacobs at 24. You missed Montez Sweat at 26. You missed Debo Samuels at 36. All right, at, San, at, at 53, you picked uh, Miles Sanders. At 57, you picked J.J. Ortega. But um, you, all, you also missed out on D.K. Metcalf, who was 64 pick. Deontay Johnson, Scary Terry, A.J. Brown. So what I'm saying, the list go on. Jalen Rager, the same guy you say they need to cut. 2020, they picked him with the 21st pick. The next pick was Justin Jefferson. The 25th pick that year, Brandon Ayuk. T. Higgins, 33rd pick. Even Michael Pittman Jr., which was 34th pick. All those receivers are better than Rager. Even if you go down the line, Jonathan Taylor was the 41st pick. Claypool. Like, these guys have missed on so many draft picks that I wouldn't even put the pressure on them to draft this year. I would trade as many of them picks as possible and get a sure player. That's my thoughts. That's my thoughts. Every- go ahead. This is what I'm saying right now. Oh, oh not to mention. Not to, to, oh, time out. One more. Devontae Smith. Now, I know you Mm -hmm. messed up on Rager, so you had to go back and get a receiver this year. Devontae Smith is cool, but Philadelphia is from Pennsylvania. So, there's no way that you let Micah Parsons go to Dallas two picks later when you guys are in Pennsylvania with Penn State. That was a horrible pick, but it all comes back from horrible picks a couple years ago because – if you pick right on the receiver two, three years ago, you don't need Devontae Smith this year. That's why right. I'm saying at the end of the day, the GM is hard. The, the, whoever's controlling the draft is horrible, and you don't need that debacle because you're going to become the last. If you mess this draft up, and how many times as Philly fans say it, you see the Sixers got three, four picks, the Eagles, and every fan says if we mess this draft up, and nine times out of ten, Philly teams mess that draft up. Here's the real though. This and, and if anybody look at it, this offseason is the most important offseason we've had in probably 10, 15 years. Right. And I'm gonna say it because of this. We got eleven draft picks or something like that, right? Three first rounders, mid-round joints, right? You can get some quality there. Plus, we got, I think the like top five cap space in the off season. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So the rebuild could be fast. You dig what I'm saying? They did check. They Devonte Smith, great pickup, but he was a, a, a mistake corrector. Like right. you said, right. because we took Raider over Justin Jefferson. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Now DK Metcalf was somebody that I said before the draft is a steal wherever you get him. If he's number one overall, he's a steal. Right. But they, 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 they can't evaluate wide receivers. That's bottom line. The only reason why we took Devontae Smith is because it was obvious. He's a Heisman Trophy winner, game right. breaker. It's easy pick. Right. Wide receiver. That's why That's why you heard me say no first-round wide receivers. Y'all don't know how to pick them. But, see, now, even, even with that, though, that's what the pressure comes on because even let's say the defensive players, you're saying go all defense first round. Well, usually mm-hmm. it's going to be two or three safeties that's on that board. 
two, three cornerbacks, this one, whatever position you want in that first round, it's going to be like two, three position. And it seems like the Eagles always pick the wrong person. Well, see, this year is obvious. It's, it, this draft is, is really, if you look at it from the first round standpoint, it's an obvious draft of who you should take. If Kyle Hamilton is still there at 15, you do not let him go by you. Right. Because he is a difference maker. They have they have rush ends like there's I think five top tier rush defensive ends in this first round. You know what I'm saying? So you really can't miss on that unless you try to get cute. You know what I'm saying? If you try to get cute like we did when we took Brandon Graham over Earl Thomas. Right. It's you know happened. what I'm saying? Stuff like that. You it's know what I mean? If you like if you look at the last like two, 2018 was a good draft for us. If you look at what we got out of that, you know what I'm saying? We have some of our core players. And I think Dallas Goddard is a better tight end than Mark Andrews, but we'll get into that another time. Last year's draft was a complete changeover from what we usually did. We took two Alabama players. Right. SEC hunting. You dig what I'm saying? Lander right. Dickerson is a steal because he's going to be a beast on the O-line. You dig what I'm saying? Right. So this year, I'm looking at the SEC for defense. My first round, my three of my first round picks, two of them are going to be from the SEC. I want Kyle Hamilton, and I want some defensive players from the SEC. Maybe that defensive tackle from Georgia, you know what I'm saying? Fletch, who knows if he's going to be here, how long he's going to be here. You need somebody in the middle, and you need an end. It's time you for what Fletch I'm to go. It, it, it may be, and I hate to say that because that's my man, but if if you could get something back for him, hey, you he, might have to do that. But you, this even year if it's is just so cap important. space, you might have to do that. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, well, we got the space, and we we probably gonna. It's rumors out there that Brandon Brooks is gonna retire, so that's money off the draft book. Right. You know what I'm saying? And technically, you already have his replacement on the roster. You got Isaac Ciamalo. Move him over to the right side. Right. You know what I'm saying? So your right. offensive line is short. So we ain't really got to bang with that. Defensive line, defensive pressure, your backfield, that's our main concern. You can't mess this up. You can't trade the picks because if you trade the picks, you roll in the dice that next year they'll they'll fall in the right spot. They're right right now. This is as good as it's going to get. Well, I Miami, don't I, – I say trade – listen, I'm a Rams fan, and the Rams showed that you do not need a first-round pick to compete. What I'm saying is, for me, being as though the Eagles have missed on so many drafts, what I would do is I would keep one of those three picks and package the other two to get somebody that I know is going to, no matter what the position is, if you're going to keep Hurts, go out there and get him somebody that you know is a bona fide, whatever the position is, a bona fide star or a bona fide player. It don't even have to be a star, but... That's what I would do with those picks, just because it looks like predicting and guesstimating who's gonna be is not good for the Eagles. They're not so let's just trade them picks away and let's get somebody that we've already seen be good in the league. That's what I think. Now, the only way I agree with you, there's one player, one player that I agree I would take that deal where we keep the one to trade the two is if you go get Calvin Ridley. Okay. If you go, if you could bring me back Calvin Ridley, I'll get rid of the first two. But see, because but now I'm, you I'm, got two game breakers. Let, let me, let me, let me. Before I ask you a couple more questions and get everybody else on here, let me ask you this: because Deshaun Watson is a distract, and you said a lot of these things now are is 
we seen Calvin really break down during the season. Is is he mentally strong enough? Not not to play sports, but to play in a rough city like Philadelphia. Because that's a that's a you you know how this city is. It's true. It's true. He he's going to have to. It's going. You know, it's crazy. It's going to depend on how he starts. Because we're going to embrace him when he get here. Because we know who he is. We've seen him over the last couple of years. We know this dude can ball. Right. He come out and ball out. Just the way he ain't got to do no better than he does in Atlanta. Just do exactly what you was doing down there. Nah, what I'm saying is this year, this year, those four for 43 yards after Julio left and he was supposed to be the man, that won't cut it with Philadelphia fans. You know that, Tom. Especially Especially if they're losing. That will not cut it. So my thing is, mentally, would he be able to be strong enough to be in a city like this? Because I see a I lot think, of people saying go after Ridley. The reason why I say he would, because he wouldn't be the target. You got to remember, right now, the target is Jalen Hurts. So if he goes four for 43, they're not going to look at Ridley. They're going to look at Jalen Hurts and why he can't get him the ball. So my man's got a free pass for the first year. Okay. Because they're not going to be on him like it's your fault. They're going to still be on Jalen like he can't get the ball to Ridley. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So. Okay. He's got that pass plus Sirianni because they're going to be like, all right, Sirianni can't draw up plays to get these dudes involved. So he's got a pass. Right. So if he comes right. here, he's got a chance to ball out and be a favorite. Because okay. what, do we, what do we always want? We want a game-breaking receiver. Right. You get me one of them right. in this city, you can't do no wrong. You can't. Look at the, not just T.O. Look at when Dante Stallworth came here. We thought he was the second coming. You know what I'm saying? Right. Kevin Curtis. All of these dudes that was like pretty good when they came here, we embraced them like we was they was gods because we have been so receivers starved in this city. Other than Deshaun, maybe Jeremy Macklin, T.O. for a minute, we haven't really had a receiver in this city until Devontae. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he has a chance to be a hero, to be a goat because you got to get out of jail free card, pimp. Okay, now before we wrap you up, I'm gonna ask you this: Pittsburgh, who would you see behind uh, under center next year? Who can you see? Ooh, they better go get Russell Wilson. So that's where you think if Russell. You put anybody, get Russell because you're not getting it. The only quarterback that's coming out next year that's worth it is the bull from Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett. Right. All the rest of them are trash. Even Malik Wills, he's okay, but I don't think he's he's there yet. Well, they saying that basically they 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 share the same training facility, so Pitt might already be looking at him at the quarterback from Pitt. But, but see, this is the thing: you got to trade up to get to him because yeah. he's going in the top five. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying, what about go to Detroit? What about Aaron Rodgers? Where you want to see him at? You want to see him in Green Bay still? Get him. If you can get him in Green Bay, get him because he could take them over the top. All right, what's you know one, what I'm give us one more team that, that you think Aaron Rodgers could take over the top if he go there next year. Uh, mm, maybe a Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, maybe Cleveland because Cleveland ain't a bad team. Baker Mayfield's a below average quarterback. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Cleveland, Miami, nah, New England. New England? If you put Aaron Rodgers on New England, they win the Super Bowl hands down. Mm. 
hands down. I don't care who you line up against them. You could put them against Pat Mahomes. You could put them against Baltimore, Tennessee. Nobody stopping them with Aaron Rodgers. Okay, last Aaron Rodgers makes receivers. Last question I have for you, Tone. Um, minus the distraction. Is Deshaun Watson one of those quarterbacks that can still take these teams that we're mentioning for Aaron Rodgers over the top? Can Deshaun Watson take a Denver Broncos team over the top? Um, put them over the top. Like, is he still that yes. guy? Or or did the year yes. away, is it going to hurt him? Not if he's been studying film. Okay. If he's been working out studying film, that Denver Broncos team is a quarterback away from a run. That's that defense is legit. They got good receivers and they got two legit running backs. Facts. Yeah, he could he could definitely do that for them. Facts. Bro, keep doing y'all thing, man. Love y'all boys, man. Ain't no doubt. I'm always listening, man. Ain't no doubt, Tone. Appreciate you, baby. Yes, sir. Y'all be good, man. Ain't no doubt. Hey, what up, though? Hey, you still on here? Yo, hey. Nah, A gone. We got anybody still on here? What are we talking about, people? What's your thoughts, though? How you feel about the Eagles? Give me one landing spot for Deshaun Watson, people, before we get out of here. Let me know. What's the best spot for Deshaun Watson? How about Dak Prescott? Should he stay in Dallas? What's a good spot for Dak Prescott to still a ring? Keep it a seat note with us. Let us know. Russell Wilson. Should he stay in Seattle? Should he go somewhere else? Is his time of winning chips done in Seattle? Keep it a seat note with us. Um, I already said Deshaun Watson. Also, best quarterback, even if it's out of these guys. Who's the best quarterback for Pittsburgh? Um, that Sam Ben Roethlisberger has done so. Who do you got? Divisional round this weekend, people. Who you like? Who do you like this weekend? Saturday games. We got Cincinnati at Tennessee. Keep it a C-note with us. Who you taking? I'm a little torn in between this game, but I think I'm going Tennessee. The late game on Saturday. You got San Fran and Green Bay. Keep it a C-note with us, people. Who you taking? I'm taking Green Bay. That's just my thoughts personally, but what about y'all? Sunday, L.A. Rams at Tampa to play Brady and the boys. Keep it a C-note with us. Who you got? Nightcap, Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. Keep it a C-note with us. Who do you got? I already told you, I got Cincinnati, I got Green Bay. I'm taking us for the upset, and I'm taking Kansas City. That's just my thoughts. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. But, yeah, though, we're about to wrap this episode up. As always, we appreciate you for tuning in. I got to find Vito, because here's my thing with Vito. Vito's MIA right now. San Fran wins. So are you going to be MIA if y'all beat Green Bay? And most importantly, Vito, are you going to be MIA if my prediction happens and Green Bay knocks y'all off? 
And people need to know where you at, Vito. Keep it a scene over this. I seen you on the prep pictures partying with Debo somewhere. I'm like, damn, these niggas think they won the Super Bowl. You got to relax, Vito. This was not the Super Bowl. This was wild card round, and you still owe it to Sean McVay because he did y'all a favor. If you know, you know. But as always, people, I am your boy Brown. We appreciate you for showing love, for tuning in. Keep hitting us up. Keep commenting on the post. Um, until next time, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell everybody. Keep the C note. I'm your boy Brown. I'll holler at you. Shit. This is what I'm feeling like. Da, 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 da. Let me tell you what I'm feeling like.